Welcome to the podcast of champions. This is the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast, created weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. Here you can find everything you ever wanted to know about Talker United, along probably with quite a lot that you didn't. You can find the podcast in the Talker United section of devonlive.com, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. So a change of scenery for this week's podcast. No seal hain for us today. We're at South Devon College, yep. which is lovely, lovely facility here. Um, the first voices that you'll hear, we're uh, we're in the press conference, and Aaron Downs is taking the press conference today. Looking forward to that. Gary's giving Aaron Downs the chance to uh, build up to the FA Cup. Thank you. He probably feels he's done enough talking already this season. I think so. Be uh, interesting uh, to he's hear. He's never what... dull, Gary, is he? So um, no. Uh, but no, he uh, allowing yeah. Aaron Downs, who is assistant manager, which is his official title, of course, to step up to the plate. So we're looking forward to hearing what Aaron's got to say. And um, yeah, without further ado, we're going. We're actually recording um, the interview with Aaron in the first team dressing room up here, and we think that's... it's going to it's going to echo a bit. So that's why it might sound a little bit different. So uh, here we go. The cup comes to town on Saturday. Can you just give us your general thoughts ahead of the game? Really looking forward to it. You know, it's it's nice. As... Every manager up and down the country will be saying it's good to have a break in the league and concentrate on something different. But it is, it's nice to, uh, um, it's nice to have the FA Cup uh, back and it gives us a great opportunity um, to, get us, to get ourselves into the uh, first round proper. Um, but we know Bournemouth are a, you know, a good side, they're on a good run at the minute, they've just come off beating the, the league leaders um, in, in our division. So uh, we know that they're going to come with a bit of uh, confidence. They've got one or two players coming back. Um, from suspension or injury, so um, that'll be a timely welcome for uh, Luke and his staff. So, yeah, it's not going to be uh, it's not be an easy game, but we, uh, you know, it was a tight game um, earlier on in the season, first game of the season actually um, against them, and uh, you know, I think both of us will recognise that the red card helped us, you know, in our endeavour to win the game, and we went on and won, but it was very close fought before that. So, um, he's he's put together a good squad um, this season and. They'll feel that you know after the weekend, especially they're not going to fear anybody. So um, you know, a good side and a good test for us. And but something we're really looking forward to, um, you know, playing against them, and, and it gives us a, like I said, a great opportunity to to uh, to go um, and get ourselves into the competition and give ourselves a chance of going far in it. You've got plenty of uh, cup experience as a player. Um, what are your thoughts on the FA Cup and what does it mean to you? Oh, it's brilliant. It's a great competition, best cup competition in the world, you know, it's, it's fantastic. So um, I've never had amazing um, uh, you know, runs in the FA Cup. I've got the third round once or twice, but never had a real long cup run. You know, I've done okay in the League Cup one year with Chesterfield, and, uh, but uh, you know, we, we got the third round once as well. So I'd say not uh, amazing, you know, so I'd love to do it uh, and go deep into the, uh, the FA Cup. It'd be uh, fantastic. It'd be you know, something that I really want to do you know, um, in, in my career. So it'd be great if we could do it this year. And what does it bring with it, a cup run for the players, for the staff, for everyone? Well, in recognition, uh, finances, especially for the club. You know, it's, it's vital. You can see what it's done to some of the clubs. You know, Lincoln, for instance, who are now League One. You know, great FA Cup run where they, they get to the quarterfinals and uh, ends up helping them out with their, uh, their training ground. I think they've built almost a, a new training ground with the money, financing the squad to get them up to, to League One. So, 
um, and really boosted a club, you know. So a great FA Cup run can bring, um, you know, a lot of spotlight onto some players, some, some you know, not that man our manager needs spotlight, but, you know, it can definitely bring a spotlight on the club and, and just bring a good feel-good factor to, uh, to, the, to the football club. So, you know, it's brilliant to have it here and, uh, you know, it's, it's something that we're definitely looking to, to get a good result out of because it, it can bring much-needed finance and, and uh, support um, to, to the football club. What can we take from the open game this season against Portland? It's going to be a different game, but what are the little hints we can gather from, from the first game? Yeah, we've, game? we've matured in the league. Um, we've got players who have, you know, we're 17 games in now, so we've got players who uh, wouldn't have played at this level before and we're now 17 games better off. Um, they're, themselves, they've obviously had one or two suspensions that they'll have back now. Um, so they've... Uh, had a rocky start, but they've come, you know, come good really. And uh, some of the performances I've, I've been watching um, have been good. Um, they've stuck with this same sort of shape that they've, they've had for quite a while now under under Luke. Um, so they're quite, and the players are quite experienced. So uh, not a lot's changed um, from their part, I wouldn't have thought. But from our part, there, there is. You know, we've obviously one or two injuries, but we're you know, we're we're slowly getting them back. Um, you know, and uh, and we're really settling into um, you know national league sort of football now. You know, from moving up from the national league south, we've, as a club, I think we've settled quite well um, in in this league. Um, we're still a little bit inconsistent, which is what we're trying to work on. But you know, we're we're, we're maturing as a team and as a and as a club in this in this level. And the fans make a big difference. Cup cup atmosphere, play more make a big difference on the day? Yeah, it's important uh, an FA Cup uh, or any cup or any game really, being, the, you know, being at home and, and having that home support behind us. And they've been fantastic this season. Um, you know, the, to get 670 odd at, at Notts County, it's fantastic. It's 74s, I think. So it's fantastic to have that amount of number to travel with you. Um, and, you know, to have that at home, to have hopefully, you know, 3,000 uh, at Playmore on Saturday will be will be fantastic, you know, like I say, they've supported us um, no matter what really, they've they're really been on our side and that makes a big difference, you know, we've, I know we've spoke about it before but it really does and, and having that um, backing from the fans when you're going into a game and that support and that encouragement it really does, really does uh, lift the players and the staff and it, and it gets a stadium going and it can put the opposition on a back foot, you know, it can really deter them and think, Christ, this is a difficult place to come and that's what we want and I think a few people have said that already but we want to make it even more so uh, even more of a, a sort of a dreaded place to come and we're getting there slowly so uh, you know a win on Saturday and like I say can boost the finances boost the supporters and, and put us into the first round proper to, to get our cup run goal It was a shame to lose the Bristol City friendly on Tuesday obvious reasons but to go up there it was still a very useful exercise wasn't it? We won. Yeah. We didn't lose. Lose it. No, to lose it. Oh, lose it. Right. Yeah. Yes, I understand. No, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was frustrating. We wanted to get, you know, uh, there was a couple of things that the club were looking to do community-wise mm -hmm. um, to, to get people along to play more, which we, we will do in the future. So that all happened. But with the weather conditions, we, we couldn't do it. Yeah. But it was a, a very good um, exercise, a very good game for us yeah. um, to, to have. And we really appreciate Bristol for, for uh, you know, being flexible and, and allowing us to use their fantastic uh, facilities and the pitch was 
was first class uh, yeah. at, at Fale and so it was great you know for us to go and play championship opposition and they had five six championship players yeah. out so uh, that played for them so it was a really good exercise and it was a much needed game for us you know when we've had so many Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday it's been hard yeah. to fit a game in and we really need to make sure that everyone's keeping their match fitness um, you can only do so much in training so getting that games is important and, you know, to beat them 2-0 um, okay. keep a clean sheet some really good performances from the players so yeah, yeah um, really really happy with uh, how it turned out on Tuesday so we're, it gives us a lot of food for thought I think it was a good chance to get some of the younger players involved as well wasn't it that's important that's why we want to do it as well because we've we've seen the, the connection we've had with um, South Devon College have already produced one or two um, players and the next crop we're having a look at now and, and it gives us a chance to look at them up against real competitive players you know you know in championship and under 23 players um, and you know it's really good that we're able to get them involved see what they're able to deal with um, and then see whether they're going to be able to hack it or not you know and uh, Louis Slough's come in as a young lad and in the first team and not looked out of place so um, you know it's a really good sort of link we've got going um, and you know it's it's great to see some of the some of the kids coming through. And, and we, I haven't actually seen the team that played yet, but which of the senior pros managed to, to, uh, to get games in that? Sean played in goal, Jeremy, did he? Yes, Sean, Sean got himself uh, a, a game. Uh, John, uh, Niate, Joe Lewis, um, yeah. Amani, um, Olaf, Duku, um, and, uh, and Louis yeah. Uh, Amani has, has fit again, he's come back, he's had his little um, substitute appearances. I think even by his own standards, he's still working his way back up to 100%. Is that something that you've seen before with players coming back, especially young players coming back from quite difficult injuries? Yeah. Um, that, that he's still, he's trying very hard. Uh, yeah. And you can see how desperate he is to, to get to the, level, to, you know, to, to the levels that he, that he thinks. Is that something that you sometimes have to manage a little bit? Yeah, definitely you have to manage. You, you know, especially with a, a muscular injury. Yeah. You know, if it's a, you know, it's a, uh, you know, a bone injury, then it's it's kind of not so bad. You're not risking yeah. a re-break kind of. You know, like um, you, as long as you do your, your, your due diligence on, on the time scale. But with a with a muscular injury, definitely it's it's one of them ones you've got to, you know, feel him back in slowly. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit psychological, but you've got to feel them back in, you know, a bit and yeah. gradually build them up. And he is. What Amani does give you is unbelievable athleticism and yes. you know, physical attributes. And that which, what relates to the injury. Exactly. So, you know, you don't want to just go, bang, here's 90 minutes, because no. then you're putting him at risk again. So you have to make sure you you do what's right for the player. And Kai's done a great job in, in you know, getting back. It was a little bit longer than what we thought. Um, um, so that match sharpness is, is what he is. He's fit, it's just that match sharpness. And you yeah. need to build that up. And, and he had a, a great game on Tuesday, um, so we can be happy with, with, with how he performed. He's come in and, and like I say, in, in the games where he's come on, uh, in bits and pieces has been good, and in, in other stages it takes time to get going. Sometimes it's hard coming off the bench though, you know, and uh, getting into the flow of the game. It can take you a little bit of time. When you've only got half an hour, sometimes it can take you 15, 20 minutes to get into it, and then you've only got five, 10 minutes to, 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 to actually get up to speed and do what you're doing. So, um, yeah, so that's, um, it's good to have him back anyways and um, I'd say 
Tuesday was, has done in the world of good, so we're, we're glad to have him back. Did he get through nothing? Did he play nothing? No, no, we didn't want to do nothing. No, he, he had to do that. more or less have everybody doing on, not, not literally on and off, no, it was, it was a game we treated you know, seriously. We knew yeah, Armani only needed a certain amount of minutes um, yeah. and other people needed longer minutes. So we, we, we gave everyone the, the minutes that we thought yeah. they needed accordingly and, uh, and everyone come out of it really well. Yeah. And after um, last Saturday, what was the feeling amongst the players when you sat down to talk to them about it? I mean, you, know, you, can make, you can make too much of one defeat when you well, just won three on the, on the trot. Yeah. And you can, there's always a danger of, because your standards keep going up all the time, everybody exactly, overreacting. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I've got an idea of what you and Gary felt about it, but what was the feedback you got from the players when you sat down and talked to them? They were, through? yeah, they were, they were as disappointed as us. Um, like you say, we're not making a mountain of a model with it, no. you know, with the Notts County are on a great run, um, and they've <coughs> got really experienced teams. Um, so, you know, we always knew it was going to be a tough game, and it was. It was a competitive game, um, and one that we feel if we had played our game better, yeah. you know, we would have got something out of. So we were disappointed that it was potentially a missed opportunity. Um, but again, it was one of them that's not a real reaction because four games ago, if you had said you're going to win three and lose one, you'd go, okay, I'll take that. You yeah. know, like, not yeah. that you want to win, but you know, as far as nine points from twelve is is not a bad return. So. Um, it was always it was always going to be tough because we had Notts County away after four quick games in succession. So um, that was always going to be difficult. But we um, but we, we were let's say frustrated was was probably the, was the, yeah. the word and yeah. um, you know and, and but we didn't. The most disappointing thing was we you know the uh, the chances that we uh, created were so limited yes. and that is yes. very unlike us. Yeah. You know we're usually up there with the highest shots attempts in the league. Yeah. So that was one of the things that that annoyed us. So, um, but we're not disheartened. We've had a a good week this week of talking it through and getting it out and a couple of good training sessions and still got a couple of days before we go. So we. Uh, you know, we're, we uh, are hoping for a reaction from all of us, you know, from, from the staff and the, from, from everybody, that we, we get the reaction that we need and, and, uh, and we go and put out the performance that we um, feel that we're capable of on yeah. Saturday. That's the most thing. We want to fulfill our potential. Yeah, so Saturday, we never really got to our level. No, no. I suppose it's a tribute to how you've been doing recently and, yeah. and, and going up to six and etc. That almost all of a sudden, not only everybody else's expectations, but your own expectations of yourself. Yeah. You know, at one time, talking down to Notts County would be, oh my goodness, here we go. Uh, uh, it, but that wasn't the feeling at all on Saturday. It's two different clubs than what it's been in the previous year, yeah. isn't it? So you can't read too much into it. But our inner expectations are maybe different to some others. But we don't want to sprout about things. You know, we 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 know what we're capable of on our day, and we just want to make sure that we get to our day, our game, more often than not. And, and that, in, that consistency is, is going to be vital for any successful team. So we've just got to make sure that we, we keep working at it and keep going and, 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 and be a bit more consistent. So that, that would be, be important. One more thing, as Columbo, yes. as Columbo used to say, do you fancy your boys in the rugby on Saturday? It's going to be very difficult. You know, I've seen the teams this morning and I know that... Uh, um, 
England's made one or two changes, so it's going to be it's going to be difficult. You know, England are definitely going to go in as as you know favourites. But one thing with the Aussies, we love the underdog tag. So yeah. we love that underdog tag, and we relish being not fancied. So there's always a chance. There's always a chance. So I really do. I am looking forward to it. I really am. So um, perfect. Seven thirty. So it'll be, it'll be beautiful. So yeah. Get that in, watch Thank that, you. get up nice and early, win take him, and when I win, when I win, come in with an Aussie flag, drag me on my shoulders. You do that, we'll take a All picture. Right. Thank you, Aaron. Good on you guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Well, thanks for that, Aaron. Very interesting as ever always good good to hear and he's looking forward to the rugby as well so. <laughs> aren't we all absolutely <laughs> he d- did he promise to turn up he did say <laughs> with, with a with, with an, an aussie, aussie an aussie flag an aussie flag right around his shoulder with a cup if game australia on that'll be dangerous stuff aaron all that'll depending on the result yeah. <laughs> Okay, but I mean the FA Cup on Saturday. It's it's always a big day, isn't it? We love the FA Cup. This podcast is squarely behind the old FA Cup, isn't it? I, th- I think everybody outside a few misguided Premier League outfits is still massively uh, in favour and passionate about the FA Cup. Quite. Um, it's been downgraded and denigrated, uh, not by the vast majority of followers of the game in this country, but by uh, a fairly cynical handful yeah. of money-driven uh, um, people who seem to think that uh, every other competition is more important than it, until, of course, they get to the quarterfinals and then they start taking Suddenly it seriously. There was actually a really good series of adverts last year. I think it was BT Sport, to give them credit. They, they ran a series of adverts all the way through the year about don't disrespect the FA Cup. They were very funny, and they're quite right as well. I know BT Sport will be making a handsome profit out of the FA Cup, but fair play, they get it. Don't disrespect the FA Cup. Well, uh, push comes to shove eventually, doesn't it? Yeah. And the fact that... I th- uh, are they not having replays um, at some stage It's beyond the, the fifth round, is it, or something yeah. like that? Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, you know... Replays an FA Cup replay they? on a <laughs> marvelous. He's turning into Ron manager again. <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I it, it's it's Wednesday night at the baseball ground. What, what, marvelous. Part, but the, it's 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 absolutely. You imagine Torquay uh, uh, drawing, and we're now in. We're dreaming of being in the third round, uh, managing as Exeter City did. Yeah, all those yeah. Year, those years ago, you know, uh, getting a draw and um, and going for you know replay big replays. What that not happening? I don't think so. This is, it's it's this uh, is the modern world, as well, the Jam would say. It's 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 not progress. No, it isn't. So Saturday we stand. If we can beat Boreham Wood on Saturday, which we did on the opening day of the season, um, it's eighteen thousand seven hundred and fifty pounds. Yep. Which is money worth having for a club? It certainly is. Size. Well, it's three times as much as the uh, as you get for losing the game, which mm. is six thousand two hundred and fifty, um, and it just shows what what a hugely lucrative competition this is. Yeah, uh, the FA Trophy, bless it, is 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 kind of almost pin money by comparison, and the, the FA Cup. I mean, if United get through um, uh, on Saturday, thirty six thousand at stake in the sec- in the first round proper. Yeah, uh, and fifty four thousand in the second round, you know, just to, for getting into for getting into round three yeah. when, of course, all the big clubs come in. So if you can, if United can win these, you know, 
say the next three if you can get games, through yeah, etc yeah. it's a hundred thousand in the bank before yeah. you've even you know drawn breath really which is so, well worth having oh tell yeah. me it is of course but you were saying that just before we switch the recorder on here there's a fascinating anomaly here with berry isn't there the old berry factor. The old again. berry factor. Yeah. So there's a windfall waiting for somebody, isn't there? There is, because uh, the team that that, that there is there will, there will be an odd number of clubs in the first round draw, one of whom would have been drawn against Berry, and yeah. they will get a buy through to the second round and eighteen thousand seven hundred and fifty quid. Thank you very much indeed. Without kicking the ball. <clears throat> yeah, well, so, no, the thirty-six thousand they'll get for um, that because that's the first round. Yeah, sorry, I beg your pardon. Yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it's it's. Oh, we could do with drawing Barry in, <laughs> <the, laughs> in the first round. It, it's it's, you know, we all of us, our hearts go out to Barry's fans yeah. and the, you know all the people around the club, etc. 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 But what a. Uh, Mess. It's a shambles. It, isn't it? it is, and it's the, left the, the shambles behind it. Hasn't exactly. It? Yeah. This, this is this is the everybody sort of sympathises with <clears throat> many of the people around Berry, but you know they've mucked up the league, the division they're in. Yeah. Um, and and in some ways, tried to blame it on the football league. You know, the yeah. football league were trying to police this thing, and it was very interesting the other week, wasn't it, when the football league put it to the clubs. And said, "Well, what do you think we should do about it?" The the, the silence from the league clubs was thunderous, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Did, there wasn't an ounce of sympathy for Barry. And um, anyway, and then the league is one thing, and of course now it rebounds into the FA Cup as well. So there you go. This one will run and run. Yeah. So Borehamwood um, opening day of the season, as as Aaron Down said just now, the the red card made a big difference. Jamal Fifield, yeah, well, yeah, that was quite early the, in the game. It wasn't was it? half an hour. One of their yeah. most experienced defenders. Um, uh, this is a, a tough, tough game. Yeah. I, I mean, FA Cup ties come in three sorts, don't you? A tie that you dread. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a minnow at home, and this, yeah, the, the middle one. Well, United have got the middle one. Uh, same division, uh, a team that's, yeah. After a bit of a rocky start, one win in seven they started off with, and all of a sudden they've put, started to put a run together, and uh, they're decent. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, I mean, it's going to be a toe-to-toe. It's going to be like a league match, isn't it? it, it, it I, it'll be a hell of a game. Yeah. It should be a yeah. hell of a game. Uh, they, they, they've just won at Halifax, who are the divisional leaders last yeah. Saturday. Um, they've knocked over Dover, Solihull Moors in the last few weeks. Um, or was it Dover? Woking, I think they, yeah. they've beaten. Um, you know, so uh, they're a good attacking team. Uh, you can get at them without yeah. a shadow of a doubt, but um, it should be a proper, proper up and atom. A set two. A set two yeah. cup tie, yeah. And Torquay, um, bless them, have taken two pounds off the admission. Yeah. Good idea. Should well, get, get a few people in there. Hopefully get a few more people yeah. in. Of course, obviously, season ticket holders have to pay on, on Saturday, which is a thousand people, you know, if they all turn up. Yeah. Um, but uh, and of course you have to get the agreement of the opposing club on this. So you know, yeah. Boreham Wood aren't suddenly going to go. Yeah, charge a tenner. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> um, true. So there's only so far you can go down that road. But um, no, uh, it, it's it's uh, it would be great, wouldn't it? To to and that was the disappointment, part of the disappointment of losing at Notts County last Saturday, and we'll get onto that in a minute. Um, that you know. Uh, uh, Boreham Wood are going into this tie on the back of a very good win. Yeah. And United are going on the back of a, of a frustrating defeat. Yeah. 
Okay, well, let, let's move seamlessly on to the Notts County game. Let's talk about Richard Brindley's opening goal. Well, for a moment, because a lot of fans who have only seen the side view of that quite, might have quite wrongly pointed a finger at Lucas Coverland yeah, or, or anybody in the United defence yeah. who didn't see appear to get to stick their foot out and block it. Because that, I mean, if you haven't seen it, do chase up the highlights that they sometimes appear in. Yeah, if in you tap this in piece. Richard Brindley goal v Torquay uh, and screed down, you you should come to uh, a, a fans behind the goal yeah. uh, um, film of it. Because the ball breaks right. to him, he's got to be thirty yards. He he's two stripes outside out. the um, penalty Quite. area. Isn't thirty yards, a full thirty yards yeah. out. It's a half cleared um, set piece. Then uh, I forget whether whether it was from the set piece was a clearance or from the follow up cross was a clearance. Anyway, the ball's cleared out to him. The box is still fairly full of people. Yeah, and he's hit this thing half volley. Uh, yeah, sort yeah. of. Yeah, and. When you look at the, it from behind the goal, you realise why it went in. It's a bit of a Roberto Carlos, it's, isn't it? It starts a yard outside yeah. the post, or the best part of, and and bends in. And and even if Lucas Coblan had seen it off the boot, which whether he did or not, I don't know. I, I'm con- Do you know, it confirms what I felt in the instant at the time watching. I thought as it left his boot, it's wide. Yeah. It's, ju- yeah. it's just going wide. It was. <laughs> he was right, and I was wrong because he's 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 just hit it with the outside of his boot, and it's gone wow into a yeah. uh, boomerang into inside the boot. Great strike, good goal. Great. So you can't argue with the you goal. Can't. Like that, can and, you can't. And Gary Johnson and I were chatting about it after afterwards, and I, I think I I said something like, "How on earth has that gone in, Gary?" And he said, "Wow, have you seen the film from behind the goal?" Yeah. And I said, "No." So I watched it. And he said, "No blame attached." He, no, his in, no. his initial reaction was, "Why hasn't Lucas saved it? Why hasn't one of the defenders blocked it?" Yeah. And then when you see it, you kind of see why. There you go. But I mean, the the two nil in the end. Talky didn't play badly. I think that opening goal. Yeah. Was you know, <clears throat> cliche cliche. Goals change games. Yeah. Eighth minute of the match, uh, the the United turn up with terrific support. Yeah. They're all up for it, which we'll also come to in a second. And it just took the wind out of United's collective sails. Yeah. Not just the team, but the supporters. It quietened them down, understandably. Yeah. They did their best all the way through the game. United had long periods of the match where they had plenty of the ball. Yeah. But as Aaron has just said in his, in his chat, from it, United, who are the most who create chances by the bucket load nearly every game, or certainly have been before then in that the, the, the three-match winning run, um, didn't create an awful lot no, of chances no. from the possession they had, which was unlike them. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, good support again, great support. They, they, thank you very much. The uh, much-coveted Yorkshire Gulls sticker has found its way into my car here, so uh, thank you very much, That's guys. It's going on the laptop, is it? That is going on that. <laughs> Talking about we're recording in the car here again up at South Devon College, we are steaming up a bit here, so people are going to get the wrong idea in a minute. So uh, if somebody comes hammering on the door, We've known you'll each other know far why. Too long, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Actually, it's your side that's steaming up, Dave. That's very strange. But, um, yeah, great support oh, I, again. I, I, I popped down to the Trent Bridge Inn. We, yeah. we, we called in at a, a, one other where they were very nice and said, look, we can see you're absolutely lovely people, but the rules of the house are no way, fans. Yeah. Go to the Trent Bridge Inn. We're glad we went to the Trent Bridge Inn. It was heaving. Good. Um, yeah. With United fans, everybody well behaved, lots of singing. Um, they must have taken an awful lot of money in the yeah. <laughs> couple of hours before the game. 
Um, Nobody let themselves down? Uh, not as far as I know. Good, good, no, good. No. Yeah. Um, uh, pop back to great, great to meet Dick Edwards. Um, I was going to say, he bumped into a, a genuine Plainmore legend. Well, incredible. He is. Yeah. And it takes him completely by surprise that he Really? Is. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's, you know, Dick Edwards, who played for United in the early 1970s, huge favourite of Came Plainmore. from Villa, didn't he? Came from Aston Villa, but he's a Notts lad and yeah. has played for County. Um, and uh, still lives close by, Sutton in Ashfield. Um, and, uh, of course, whilst he was a player at Torquay and a huge favourite in a very good side near the top of the, the top of what's now League One, um, uh, <clears throat> he divided his time between football and playing country and Western music yeah. in pubs and clubs around Torquay, usually in company with Bruce Stuckey, who was playing on the wing at the time. Um, they had a couple of gramophone records out as well, didn't they? <laughs> gramophone records. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. Um, and um, uh, uh, but in more recent years, Dick hasn't been. Dick hasn't been in the best of health. Mm -hmm. um, but he was fighting for on Saturday. He's made a great recovery from that. Good. He was on top form. Um, uh, sent his very best wishes. Was very chuffed to hear about ex-teammates like Dave Rudge, Steve Morrell. <clears throat> Obviously, he was sad that, that, that Ian Twitchin had died a couple of years yeah. ago, who he also played with. Um, uh, but he's planning, hoping to come down for the return match against Notts yeah. County on February the 8th, I think it is, and make a bit of a weekend of that. Yeah. So that that would be great to He'll see. Bring him, his but, guitar with him, is he? <clears throat> I don't think, well, he's, his voice isn't... His, 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 his sons sing, don't yeah, they, or something? Uh, I, I think they do, yes, yeah. or certainly one might do. Yeah. No, Dick can't sing anymore. He, he, he's, um, his, his, his old voice box isn't what it used to be. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, he, he was in great form. and. Brilliant. Um, uh, it was it was good to, good to see him, and I'm sure this is stored away in my memory somewhere. The last because obviously I I, I share a house with some Aston Villa fans. Um, the last time Torquay played Villa in the league, they beat them, yeah. and Dick Edwards scored, didn't he? I think that was an FA Cup tie. FA Cup tie, yeah. was it? Um, uh, United versus Aston Villa um, in the FA Cup at Playmore. Yeah. Torquay three one, and Dick Edwards scored against his old club. I'm pretty sure it's that Brilliant. way round. Um, United also won at Villa Park yeah. um, in the old what's now League One. Mickey Cave, uh, a, a shot from all of the same range at Brindley School for, for Notts County on Saturday. Um, uh, 41,000 or no, 38,000 at Villa Park, yeah. something like that. Uh, Villa were, were on their way back up through, yeah. through the divisions. Which eventually would finish with them winning the European Cup, of course, in the early cool. 1980s. But um, Mickey Cave score in front of the Holt end by any chance? Uh, uh, I didn't. I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm not sure which end it I'm was. Just building but, a picture uh, in my mind. Well, I, yeah. don't, don't worry. We'll get plenty of people telling <laughs> us which end it was in. Yeah, that's right. Who who were there? Um, but uh, no, great days, and yeah. um, uh, it would be terrific if if Dick comes down. I'm sure he'd be made a oh, guest of honour yeah. and yeah. Uh, do the halftime honours. Look forward yeah, to that. Good to see him. There has been a game, obviously, since Notts County. Um, <clears throat> when I said that we'd lost the game, talking to Aaron Downs, what I meant, of course, was that we'd lost it to the conditions. We Quiet. lost it from Plainmore. Uh, Torquay should have been playing Bristol City in a friendly at Plainmore on Tuesday night. Quite rightly called off. The pitch would have been a quagmire. Well, I think it's, it was a safeguarding exercise. Yeah. Obviously, there's been a lot of work put into the Plainmore pitch. The drainage has been sorted out. I'm sure the game probably technically could have been played if it was a first-team match or a cup game or a replay yeah. or whatever. But... Um, there's three home games coming up. Mm -hmm. It had been heavy rain beforehand. There was more heavy rain expected on the day. And I think it was a, 
a sensible tactical decision. Absolutely. Bristol City's yeah. training ground at Phelan has got one of those all singing, all dancing, half and half pitches, half plastic, yeah. half grass. So they never waterlog. Um, and you can play on them whenever you like. Yeah. So rather than play the game on Tuesday, churn it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. This is a tactical decision for the future months, isn't it? You yeah. don't you don't yeah. want to go and jeopardise a pitch you put a lot of work and effort into. You don't want just to, you with don't, all due respect yeah. for a reserve friendly. Absolutely. Do you? you don't want to true row your pitch at this stage of the season. You don't. That's a good way of putting <laughs> it. So it was transferred to Bristol City's training ground. And Torquay won two now. Yeah. Manny Duku got a goal. Got a penalty. Yeah. Was yeah. it a penalty? From a penalty yeah. he earned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Um, uh, <laughs> Shock, Olaf Casella got the other one. Yeah. Goal machine, Olaf Casella. He got eight for United's youth team last weekend. Did he really? Yeah, he would have had nine, but he gave a penalty to one of, <laughs> one of the others. Oh, that's generous. Um, yeah, he's... Um, He's, uh, he's the new Ashley Yeoman. <laughs> or is Ashley Yeoman the old Olaf Casella? One but, or the other. Um, I, if he's on the pitch, he scores. But um, um, it's, again, as Aaron was saying, a very valuable exercise to go to Bristol City, give some of the young lads a chance to play, some of the players who aren't getting a great deal of football for injuries or whatever reason, a chance to play. Ticks quite, all the boxes, doesn't well, it? Yeah, and, and um, by all accounts, some of the United's youth team players or players you know, young pros, yeah. and of course, two of those are Louis Slough and Olaf Casella. Uh, people like Josh Baxter uh, also got, yeah. you know, mostly of them full games. And as Aaron was saying, it was a really good chance to see how they match up mm -hmm. against under 23 players, even one or two senior pros. There were some, Bristol some City. championship players in that Bristol City side as well. Yes, there? by yeah. all accounts. Yeah. So um, uh, to, to, to win that. And as, as Chris. Um, uh, Todd was just saying to us you go into those games you either treat them right and mm. you absolutely commit yourselves to them and do them properly or you don't yeah. and if you go into those games looking for a bit of a run out I mean there were there was talk about um, the Spanish striker Rodri playing yeah. in that match I think he did mm -hmm. who Bristol City have just signed now um, uh, and but if you if you go in there for a bit of a run out or well Get a few minutes and have a stroll around. It doesn't, doesn't work. work. It does not work. You can and and the by all accounts the United's very young side. Was almost any you know, any team United put out these days is young, isn't it? Um, uh, uh, got stuck in, uh, had a right go and win two 0 yeah. So uh, good for them. Uh, talking of Bristol City brings us to the subject of Seku Jane. Lovely picture on the back page of the Herald Express, by the way, Mister Young Mister Bevan from Brixham with his idol Seku Jane on the back of the paper. A uh, picture taken at Woking, if I remember rightly. But what do we know about the, the possibility? Because we spoke last week about Bristol City probably looking to get Seku out on a loan somewhere because he's recovered pretty well from this uh, operation that he's had. Um, and obviously people put two and two together and thought he's coming back to Torquay. Is that still... I think it's on. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 sorry, when I say it's on, I think there's definitely a possibility of that happening. We'll see what happens in the next yeah. few days. Um, it has been discussed. Gary Johnson confirmed that it had been discussed a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, it hasn't happened yet. Um, uh, at the moment, of course, once he's fit, he can't go to another league club. No. Uh, um, he can only come to a non-league club. There is only one non-league club, let's face it. Um, and uh, certainly for him, yeah. Uh, um, I, I, 
certainly hope there isn't another one. Um, well, I imagine he, I imagine he'd quite enjoy coming oh, back no. here he, again. He regards Torquay as his second club. Yeah. Um, uh, as he's been proved by turning up and watching us a yeah. couple of times this season. So, um, no, it, it's. I think it's on the. Yeah. On, it's being discussed. Put it like that. And, Is it uh, one of those things um, that, that could happen? Almost overnight, yes, suddenly. I think it um, could. Yeah. I think the other thing about it is, you know, he still isn't match fit yet. No. So in some ways, the fact that it hasn't happened yet and he's still training is working in United's favour if it's yeah. if it's still on. Because instead of signing for United and not really being a hundred percent and maybe having to start off the bench and mm. et cetera, et cetera, that time is being taken up with him still at Bristol City. Um so United aren't wasting anything by him not coming here no. at the moment. Uh, and you do have to be careful with these things. He's had a knee ligament operation. It was fine. It went really well, and he's back quicker than expected. But, you know, he's a he's a very highly rated player, 19 years old. Bristol City think the world of him. You don't want to have him back too quick. No. And then set him back, do you? A bit like um, another player who we, do, we were discussing with Aaron Downs this morning, which was Amani Little. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, no, I he, think... Amani is, must be close to getting... Well, he's he's had fit. he's had several little spells off yeah. the bench, hasn't he? And I think uh, most United fans will say he doesn't look quite no, the Armani Little point. we saw yeah. last season for Woking yeah. and in the first few weeks of this season. And that's not any criticism of him at mm. all. He's come back from really quite a difficult injury. Yeah. He's never had a hamstring injury before. He's 22. This is his second season of senior football, and um, you can see he's just feeling his way back in a little yeah. bit. Now, knowing Amani, he is so driven and so desperate to do well here yeah. and and to do the job for Torquay and for himself um, that there always comes a danger in these circumstances that you almost start trying too hard mm-hmm. and you beat yourself up when it doesn't quite come off. Yeah. And I think at the moment, um, uh, he I was really pleased to hear he, he got a good game in at Bristol City and played well. Yeah. Um, and it will be a, a, just a little steps forward for him he, he won't suddenly uh, well he's in the middle of the process now but it, it was never likely that after a hamstring injury and sure enough he's had some strapping on it yeah or almost you know as a, as a sort of reassurance because i'm sure kai hepworth wouldn't have sent him out unless he was perfectly capable of running around um but as, as aaron also mentioned he so much of his game is built around athleticism he yeah. has the best running figures of any player on the United staff at the moment. Not just the distance he covers, but the power that he puts in and the pace that he does it with. This he, is all the stuff they get from these GPS, GPS boxes, things. isn't he, it? Yeah. He is ahead of everybody else. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, when he runs 30 yards, he's not like a dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It's mm. a yeah. 30 yards. Yeah. And then he comes back, and there's the same thing coming back. So his body... You know, which obviously that's his style of play. That's what he has always done, and what he wants yeah. to do. Um, but hamstrings can, you know, slow you. Yeah, uh, as as anybody who's had one will know. And um, uh, so he's in that process. Good luck to him. We're all looking forward to when he comes back. I I'd love to see him if he if he doesn't start on Saturday, mm. come on and really belt in a free kick. You can see even with his set pieces, he's trying. To, to hit the perfect free kick, yeah. just like we yeah. saw him earlier in the season. Because you know he can do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And early in the season, I dare say he was more relaxed. He was he was uh, chilled out about it all. Felt great in himself, you know. And he's sticking one mm. in against Plymouth, and every single one he took looked 
yeah. looked on yeah. the money, didn't it? At the moment, it's almost like he's trying to put too much on them. I mean, he isn't. You can't put too much on a free kick. But uh, uh, you know what I yeah. mean. And and uh, it will come. It will oh, come. Oh, yeah. And, um, Quality player. It, exa- it will exactly. come back, won't it? Exactly. It's bound to. Now, we talked about Seku Jane as a, a, a striker who Torquay had on loan who's done well. Another striker who Torquay had on loan who's done rather well this week. We need to mention Kiefer Moore. <laughs> Wasn't that a great <laughs> header? <laughs> a proper centre forwards header. The Slovakia goal in Slovakia. v Wales. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, his first international goal. Yeah, uh, he's one of our own, really. Yes, a shame that he's only ever played for United for a month. He'd uh, have stayed um, longer if, well, if a he'd, <laughs> if Ipswich hadn't wanted him. Correct. He'd have to come sit to on the bench. He would have come um, to Turkey. We'd uh, have stayed we'd up. Have st- Bob's your uncle. Yeah. But there you go. What ifs? Absolutely. Uh, no, a great header. Was it Daniel James Cross? I think for Cross a, from the left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Beautiful well, header. Sent the keeper the wrong way. Yeah. Proper set. Proper old centre forwards header, well, isn't it? You don't see th- many of those. I think exactly. I think we all know. It's almost like every talkie fans wants to ring Ryan Giggs <laughs> and tell him just get two wingers on the pitch, yeah. cross the ball into the middle. He will get on the end of it. Absolutely. And and, and that is. Kiefer Moore and he's a proper old-fashioned centre-forward and what happens when wingers cross the ball into people like him? Modern day defences can't cope with no, it. Shock it's, horror. They're not used to it. They're and, not and used goals to happen. It. And yeah. Exactly and yeah. if he doesn't score the ball hits a defender who's so desperate to try and stop him and it falls to somebody yeah. else. No I, 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 I and I wouldn't be at all surprised if Ryan Giggs isn't saying to his coaching staff at the moment well, I'm not sure what else, who else we're going to play, but we're definitely going to stick at yeah. least one winger in and him in the middle. Well, I mean, the Wales have played that way. I mean, they used to play John Hartson on his own up front. Wales have played that way for quite a while. Yeah. And Kiefer Moore, I mean, he didn't look out of place. I watched quite a bit of the game. He was, you know, he, he looked as if he was, he'd been in the team for a while. Um, great. Good luck to and him. And you've got Bale flitting in and around, yeah. either just off him or crossing. You know, I mean, what, what better quality crosser <laughs> could you get than, than than Gareth Bale? I think it's a winning combination. Absolutely. Good luck to Wales. If you'd gone back five or six years and said, you know what, the most talked about combination in, in European football this week is <laughs> Gareth Bale and Kiefer Moore. Get in. Get in. <laughs> Fantastic. I like it. I like it a lot. But, um, yeah, good good performance and well done to Kiefer as well. Um, it's not been a happy week, though, particularly for some managers oh, at our level. It's well, been carnage, hasn't it? We, we, we always have a feeling at Torquay that Torquay have an ability to get managers sacked, and it's happened several times over the years. <laughs> not our own. No, no, but you idea. know what I mean. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and last week, of course, it, it happened at Ebbsfleet in the wake of United's 4-2 win at Ebbsfleet. Uh, Gary Hill went. Yeah. Uh, Craig Hignett went at Hartlepool. Obviously, there's been a bit of a off-the-field issues there as well. And... Probably, with all due respect to the other two, the saddest of the lot was Dave Challoner got the sack at Fylde, yeah. who, of course, United beat um, uh, uh, the previous Saturday. Seven years he's been at Fylde. And he's has, taken them from exactly. from their bootstraps right up to the edge of the league, Quite. hasn't he? And, and, and I don't suppose he was doing an awful lot different no. than he's done all the time. They've just had a bit of a rocky start. They've got good players there. We all saw when United beat them at Plainmore. They didn't really deserve to lose at Plainmore. Um, I'm, I'm sure they'll be absolutely fine this season uh, in terms of relegation. I'll be very shocked if they don't pull, pull, yeah. pull away from that. And, uh, you know, I mean, good luck to Fylde. I hope they find somebody good to be manager as yeah. far as I know they haven't appointed anybody yet. But... Um, it's just sad when a long-serving manager who's achieved a yeah. huge amount at a club gets sacked. You even read in the statements how sort of upset they were. Mm. We've all seen how upset chairman get in yeah. these circumstances. Not, but um, it was. It was. It's always. 
it was one of those ones, oh dear. Do you think there's that point though where he, where a club feels that a manager's done all he can? I mean, we've had managers in the past who've brought huge success to Torquay United, but they reach a point where you think they've probably done all they can now. It's probably time, you know, as they as they jump the shark, so to speak. It, it's time to look for somebody else. Well, Cyril Knowles once said to me, and Gary Johnson, funnily enough, has touched on it in a couple of little conversations mm. we've had. Cyril Knowles always used to say to me, Dave, after two years. Either you have to go or the players have to go. Yeah. And it's almost... Well, what he means is is that you've said everything you've had to say angrily, calmly, happily yeah. during the course of two intense years when you're with the players day in, day out, training sessions, training sessions, training sessions, matches. And you've said everything in your mind, all the stuff you have to give. And the players are... As soon as they just stop listening a little bit, yeah, and the and the yeah. reactions don't, you know, quite happen. What happens then? It doesn't have quite the same effect. And it was very interesting that people like Alex Ferguson, at yeah. regular intervals, he used to ship out two, three, four players, yeah, yeah, who who everybody thought were part and parcel of the team. Not not all the time, and not all at the same time, but to freshen it up, yeah. Yeah. constant refreshing of the team and Gary Johnson's been a manager for more than 30 years he knows exactly these dangers he certainly you know doesn't intend to be going anywhere very soon but he's also starting to freshen up the squad a little mm. bit um, uh, you know bringing one or two new faces in and I think it's also why well, part of the reason why he's working with quite a young squad these lads are hearing the stuff that he and Aaron and Phil Osborne, the goalkeeping coach, are telling them. Yeah. A lot of them for the first time. So there is still a huge impact going on with the team at the moment and the teaching and the training sessions that are going on. When you have older, more experienced players, which is a topic which is high on United supporters' agenda at the moment, isn't it? I.e. Yeah. we haven't got many. Yeah. Um, uh, there's more of a danger that... When a manager starts, it's the old, oh, there he goes again. Yeah. I've, it, zone you, out a little bit. Correct. Yeah, you don't yeah, even have to be yeah. thinking it consciously. It can just be kind of a, yeah, 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 I've, yeah, I've heard that before. You know, oh, there he goes again, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And with youngsters, there's less danger of that happening. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why, A, Gary Johnson is enjoying this managerial spell in his career so much. He's got a bunch of young players, receptive, desperate to learn yeah. and do well and do better and, and, and they're seeing the, the outcomes aren't they they're seeing the outcomes of, of what he's telling them putting it into practice on the pitch and, and I mean certainly last season and to get up into the top six this early in this season it's it's bearing fruit isn't it and I think as well that it's, it's the part of the message that he was putting out this week was you know the sort of like hang in there this is in the wake of the yeah. Notts County defeat um, uh, we, you know we're going to have these little setbacks you know, and he just wants to keep United in contention in and around the playoffs, whatever, until January, February time. Yeah. Let's have a look at it then. Have we got a real chance of doing something this season? And then you might have a go for maybe a couple of more experienced players who can come in and have that impact. Um, uh, at the moment, of course, they're all, most of them are all signed up anyway. Yeah. Come the January transfer window, one or two might become available either at league clubs or, or, or other non-league clubs. Um, at the moment, it's not a good time to be wheeling and no. dealing. You can't do it. All the, 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 the good ones are signed up anyway. 
Um, so it's much more a loan market thing at the moment. Yeah. But um, no, I, I, I think that's where we are. That's that's where he's got United at the moment. Um, I, I love watching this team play. I, I, yeah. I, for all yeah. their, you know, the, 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 every now and again, they're just not quite as good as you want them to be and they want to be. Mm. But you, you, there's a, there's a, there's a thrill about watching them play most of the time. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that was a slight disappointment. Fantastic support, nearly 700 fans, and they didn't quite give it to them at Notts County, but they've given it to them in the previous two, <laughs> previous yeah, three absolutely. games, haven't they? And on several other. other and will do again. And will do again. Yeah. A couple of other things on the agenda before we wrap up uh, this week's podcast. Congratulations to a couple of the players who've had new additions to their families this week. Great. Yeah, well, if... Actually, Manny Duke, whose new son Zane arrived um, 10 days ago, okay. something like yeah. that. So congratulations to him and his partner. Uh, and the newest of the lot, yes, Bobby May Keating. Marvelous, yeah. A little daughter for uh, uh, for Rory and his his partner. And Rory looks chuffed this morning, doesn't <laughs> Does, he? Doesn't he look chuffed this morning? <laughs> We're not going to give away any secrets from the training ground, apart from the fact that Rory looks pretty chuffed. He does. Good I man. dare say he runs around like a you know what. I dare say he's running around even uh, even more now. He looks a very happy bunny, and of course he's had to miss a couple of games. He didn't. He he dropped out of the Notts County trip because you know the arrival was expected. Mm-hmm. Took a little bit longer than but everything's fine it went really well um and um you know he looks a very proud dad and i'm sure he is and i'm sure many is as well so um, congratulations yeah. and to also them you know it's nice for, for them you know because anybody who's had children it's a it's a, a weight isn't it when it when it's a weight in both senses of the yeah. senses of the word uh, when it's on the way yeah um and when it happens it's such a great release of you know pride and emotion Absolutely. isn't it yeah. and yeah. and um you know hopefully it uh, it helps their football Absolutely. but neither of the new arrivals is called gary <laughs> and um yeah walking football we begin the walking football season this weekend we have, are, you been, have you had a break then we've had a bit of a break the original the first fixture was postponed because it was pouring with rain it's out. It's at Exminster on a grass pitch. Right. So we're still on tenterhooks a little bit to see if we're going to be able to play on it's Sunday. It's Sunday, right? Sunday, yeah. but it'll be our first game since returning from our Breton training camp. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's warm weather training. <laughs> warm weather training in Brittany. <laughs> yeah. So the Torquay United walking football team. Good luck, lads. Um, Exminster on. At Exminster on Sunday morning. Sunday morning. So I should be listening to the Wales game on the radio on the way up. Ooh. Hopefully it'll be done and dusted by the time I reach the car park at Exminster. But uh, yeah, Rugby World Cup well, weekend. We're all looking forward to that. Cup win against Boreham Wood. Yeah. Sort Exminster out on, on the Sunday morning. England and Wales are in the win the rugby. Happy days. How about that? And then we'll have to make a, make amends with Aaron Downs next week <laughs> after that. Thank you for joining us. This has been the uh, Yellow Army podcast again, uh, recorded live inside a car in a car park at South Devon College. But there you go. We'll find a studio wherever we can find it. Yeah? Yep. And as ever, come, come on, on, you, you yellows. yellows. You've been listening to the Herald Express, Devon Live, Talker United Yellow Army podcast, recorded weekly by David Thomas and Guy Henderson. You can find this podcast by clicking devonlive.com or by following us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DL, or on Twitter at TQHE Sport. You can also subscribe on iTunes, search for Talker United on the iTunes app. Please leave us a review wherever you can. We welcome all feedback. Thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week.